We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah. We got a Welcome back, everybody, to episode 12 of season 2 of The Last Call Podcast I am your host, Aaron Thompson Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Warner Quite the uh, quite the energy right now. Super energy. You know what? You didn't we, feel that? Do I need to come back in? Hold on, hold on. Okay. Hold oh, on. break it back. Rewind. We took a weekend off from touring. Oh, you really are really, you really are so doing the whole thing over. Take two. Take two. We heard our house party was brewing. It's Friday, so let's get drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Podcast. Yeah, it's Friday. Is that better? I'm glad you're editing this so that you can edit the volumes down after you peaked the mic. Uh, You've also, we also owe our listeners new headphones because you blew all of them out. <laughs> or new car stereos. I don't know. One of the two. <laughs> but this is the Last Call Podcast. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on this Friday. I am Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. Um, I don't know. I just felt like rolling with the, the take two. I, I think I was far enough away from the mic where it like wasn't like terrible. It was just probably more echoey than everything. You definitely got people on the vibe that they need to be on. I'll give you that. Okay, well done. Good. Well, um, yeah. So, uh, I, welcome I back. I, I, don't, I distracted <laughs> hey. myself with my energy. Hey, so, you know what? I, I I got something. Yeah. We survived. Survived what? The snowstorm. Yeah, I'm, we did it. Am I the only one that's like disappointed with that snowstorm? Well, I mean, you didn't really have to go out that much. No, but. I mean, they were calling for like 12 to 18 inches of snow at one point, and then we got like... There's at least 12 out there. Is there, though? Yes, there is. Is there? I Yeah, okay. I would definitely say there is at least 12. Okay, well, somebody can argue. You, obviously, you can because you went to work both days. But I don't know. They, like, they were calling for like a, a snowmageddon, right? Like, they were calling for a lot of snow, and this is going to be really bad, and you should prepare and whatever. Yeah. And then I woke up like the next morning after we were supposed to get snow, and I was like, that's it? Like, I was expecting, like, the doorway to be filled up or, you know, something ridiculous. But right, right. It, it was kind of, like, just an average snow, in my opinion. I don't know. My my perception might be a little bit skewed compared to others. I mean, yeah. we got some, like, uh, heavy snow in Michigan a few times when I was up there. And so, I guess I compare stuff to that. See, I I was hoping for the same. I was hoping for something nutty, right? Because yeah. it's, it's something to experience. Yeah, I mean. A dusting doesn't mean anything. No, it, it, we got more than a dusting. Like, it, it yeah. did snow. It's a significant amount of snow. It is difficult, somewhat difficult to drive through, especially if you don't have four-wheel drive. Dude, that's but the... That's I, the wanted, I wanted 1978 blizzard. Like, around here, at least in Indiana, that's all... Any, any Anytime it snows, everybody brings up, oh, the blizzard of 78, the blizzard of 78. I've always heard about this mythical storm. Always wanted to experience one. Maybe there's always next year. See, when I moved to Michigan, they told me the same thing. And actually, when I moved to Michigan, that's the only reason I bought my car. I have a, a Jeep Grand Cherokee. And the only reason I bought that car was because my old Chevy Malibu was front-wheel drive. And I was like, there's no way I'm getting through Michigan in a front-wheel drive Chevy Malibu. Is that where all our money went for the podcast? That's where all my you money went. spent all our money? On my car, yeah. Oh. Yeah, that was a, that was a penny or two. But... When I moved up there, everybody, I, you know, I got, we got 
quite a bit of snow. And I was like, man, that's a lot of snow. And they're like, oh, this is mild. You should have been here two years ago. And it was funny because every year I would say that, and it was still two years. Like they never increased the amount of years. Like yeah. you should have been here two years, three years. It was always two years ago. I was like, yeah. I was here two years ago. It was the same thing. So that mythical whatever, like you were talking about. Yeah, I don't think that ever actually happened. I it was think always it was always ten inches taller last year. It was there was a collective meeting in Indianapolis that said, "All right, what year are we going to have the best? Seventy eight? Yeah, nobody's going to remember seventy eight. All of those Photoshop pictures. You guys were good. I'll give it to you. You convinced me for a few years, but I don't believe it anymore. Yeah, no, I don't either. But I didn't tell people uh, what this podcast is about. We drink six snowstorms. That's what it's about. Yeah, podcast solely for snowstorms. We do this podcast by drinking six beers in 60 minutes, or attempt to, uh, and each beer does have to be at or above 5% alcohol by volume. So thank you for joining Nick and Aaron's Getting Drunk Time on a Friday night. Welcome. Welcome back. Welcome back. Hey, did, I, did I tell you about my game that I played while I was shoveling the snow? No, you did not. Okay, so I, I discovered this, I don't know if it was on Instagram or something like that, and I, the only reason I'm spreading this is because I think people need it, uh, and I'm not taking credit for this, I'm just spreading the good word. Uh, if there's ever a decent snow where you got a shovel, you grab a couple beers, preferably a Budweiser, you throw it out there randomly in the snow, and then as you shovel, you'll find a Budweiser laying down there in the ground, pop it open. Drink it, finish it, you keep going. It's like a treasure hunt along the way to encourage you to keep going. I kind of like that, but it's fun. So, like, when you, you have to have enough snow to obviously bury the beer, but like, when you throw it in the snow, does it actually bury itself? Cause I feel like you then know exactly where it's at. Depends on the snow. If it's a nice, dry, light snow, it'll probably go down. If it's a damp snow, it's probably going to be sitting on top, but I mean, you're going to get to it eventually. Yeah. The but point's not the... I get... Yeah. I, I did call it a because, treasure hunt. Well, because it but. would be fun if, like, I'm just shoveling snow and then all of a sudden... Here's the other problem, though. It, it Like, if I was shoveling snow and then all of a sudden I see a beer in my shovel, it's like, oh, neat. The other problem is sometimes I just want to get through it, so I just start chucking snow. And so I scoop the beer and just chuck it. <laughs> well, ah. in, that, in that case, you make your neighbor very happy. Yeah, now I got to so, go shovel my yard to find that beer. Just spreading the good word of Budweiser or, to your neighbors. Or when the snow melts, I'll have a tasty treat. Exactly. So I, I promise I'm not an alcoholic. It's just a fun game to, to bring <laughs> up. We are definitely not alcoholics around here. Right? Right. 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 <laughs> I hope so. Please. Um. So this is episode 12. And uh, I think Already? We, yeah. Of season two? Yeah, dude. We're Jeez. all... We've almost done, like, we did 25 in, like, season one, and we're, like, halfway through another season already. That's kind of kind of crazy, right? I, I think we need to do, we need to do, like, some fun, like, every, I don't know, every, the, the 10th episode, and then the 20th episode, like, every 10 episodes do, like, a special or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we have guests on occasionally. We, like, I'd like to get some, like... Nothing against our friends, but I'd like to get some guests on that like people don't already know. Are you or, saying the only people that listen to our podcast are the people that know our friends? I think they're a heavy, heavy <laughs> majority. A heavy majority. But I, I think it would be fun to get you know some other people on. So I don't know. We'll we'll work that in at some point. Um, 
but yeah, but next 12 week episodes Holy t- cow. 12 episodes in season two i think we alluded to it in season one episode 13 or 14 one of us is gonna die so oh yeah so we'll see who uh does the intro next week it, i don't know i don't know we'll, we'll have to find out we'll see how the week plays out you know yeah yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Somebody might end up buried. Who knows? Nature might take care of it. Maybe, maybe another snowstorm hits. It's going to be a real tense week. This is honestly, I'm on edge already. Think about the week. Yeah. Who knows? I don't. We'll find out. We'll find out. Sorry, that's, I, that's I got suspense. caught up in my my thoughts of what this week's going to be like. Honestly, <laughs> impressive memory because I I do remember joking about that, but uh, yeah, I don't remember when we said. The week was going to be. Yeah, but until then, we're not going anywhere. We're both sitting right here on all of our platforms, on Spotify, on iTunes. What happened to YouTube? That's my. That's on me. That's on me. Maybe at YouTube at some point, but we're still here. We'll go so, through and upload them. Unlike some other people on Spotify, uh, you hear you hear that. Who else? Who else is gone now? Um. Okay. So if you haven't heard the news, there's a lot of people or artists, musicians, if you will, that are pulling their content off of Spotify because they feel like Joe Rogan is spreading COVID misinformation. Now, the first one to do it was Neil Young. And if as soon as I heard that, I was like, oh, and I thought of Neil Diamond, mm-hmm. who's a musician that I, I actually have heard of. Don't know who Neil Young is. But since then, a bunch of other people have started to pull their content off of Spotify. And essentially what I wanted to do is get your thoughts of, do you know these people or not? So let me pull up this list real quick. I was, I was ill-prepared. I'm sorry. I want to throw this out there right now that <clears throat> even if they're a big-name celebrity, I'm probably not going to know them because I tend to just not know celebrities at all. Yeah, but they're musicians, right? Like, like I, you might have known. Well, I might know the name. But I could not tell you. Like, I've heard the name, but I would not be able to tell you what they did. That's just the way. I don't follow them. Like, and that's not me being, like, a hipster or saying that, like, oh, I don't, I, I don't prefer to follow the mainstream media. No, I just I really don't care. I don't right. follow them. Let's see. This is as of today. No, yesterday. Sorry, on Thursday. Uh, this, or February, December. February 3rd. My goodness. I am struggling tonight. Joni Mitchell. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Uh, N-I-L-S. Niles? Nils? Is Lof- last name? Lofgren? L-O-F-G-R-E-N? Never nope. heard of her. Uh, India.ari. A-R-I-E. No idea. No. Uh, Graham Nash. Ooh. No idea. See, wait. <laughs> No, no. Yep, nope, still nothing. Uh, failure? Nope. Sounds like a failure. Uh, David Crosby and Stephen Stills. No idea. Nope. Uh, so that's the list that I got from Billboard. So, yeah, a bunch of people that I've never heard of have decided to pull their music off of Spotify because of Joe Rogan and the people that he interviews, and he has people on that talk about COVID and their thoughts on COVID and whatnot. My question to you is, what do these people stand to gain, right? Like, why they, they feel like they're super righteous in doing this. They feel like they're taking a stand. But you and I, not that we're the, the kings of pop culture, but I have not, the only one I've heard of, 
maybe because I, I did look up a couple of Neil Young songs and I knew like one or two of them, but I've never listened to them before. So I really don't care that these people have pulled their music off of Spotify. So what, what, what do they gain other than their name is now in the news again? That, and it hasn't been since the 70s and 80s. I mean, I, I still think that's going to be a, uh, they're sacrificing their career. I don't, well, I don't want to say sacrificing their career, but just for a little bit of publicity, but I, I don't think they would do that I, just for the publicity. I don't think it's going to work out that way. So but I, I think that the, the hope though, because if I'm that person, they probably have a good idea of where they stand on a social level. Like they're not, they, they definitely don't see themselves in as an A-list celebrity or a big name like that. So, so what's That's the point? my assumption. That's my, my point. Or I think that they see it as, okay, us as a single single person is not going to make that big of a dent in it or make that big of a point. But if you have multiple people together, maybe that's what helps. I, I just... I think that's the only thing you could do. I, I just don't get it. I mean, it, they might think that they're doing something. They might think that they're like being altruistic or righteous or, you know, in the fight against whatever. I don't even know what they're fighting against, really. But it's just... To me, it's a bunch of people like that are not self-aware enough to realize that nobody cares about them, right? Like they've had their time. They maybe they were big back in the sixties, seventies, eighties, whatever. But nobody cares. You are not going to dethrone Rogan. Rogan is king on Spotify right now. He's I getting- mean, I don't, I don't know that they really care to make it. It's just something that they feel strongly about, and they think is not right. And so they're going to stand up against it. I don't think it's necessarily that they think that their opinion is more that they'll have that much of an impact on it, but it's just what they believe in. You know, what's funny. Um, I, I, I truly don't believe there's anything such as truth anymore. I don't think there is a, there is truth is relative. I, I think I've said this before. Everything is relative, but truth at this point is relative, right? Because they're getting on, Joe Rogan for having people on who are spreading quote unquote COVID misinformation. How they're not experts. They're musicians. How are they the arbiters of truth? Like, how do they know that it's COVID misinformation? Right? Because somebody else said something different versus this person. Yeah, but you could flip it the same way on Joe Rogan as well. I agree. You so. could one hundred percent flip it on Joe Rogan. So I don't understand this COVID misinformation. Just because there are conflicting sources. I mean, you can find conflicting sources about a lot of stuff, right? COVID is Everything. a very COVID is a very very touchy subject for people for whatever reason, right? Maybe for you, whatever. What do you mean for whatever reason? Maybe you had though. somebody it's who been two years of this. Everybody's fucking tired of it. I, I agree. I agree. And some uh, MSNBC reporter, something like that, went on uh, Bill Maher's show and essentially said, "I'm done with it. I'm done with COVID. It's over. Right? It's we're we're." We are so fed up with it, right? But for whatever reason, people seem to be hanging on to this idea that COVID is still just a, a global pandemic where people are dying in the streets. And that's not the case, at least not from what I've seen, right? I've had COVID twice. Now I'm young. I'm different. I don't have, I guess, the morbidities that people have who have died, right? So I might be, in, my perception of this whole thing might be completely skewed versus other people's. But I just don't get when people say that person's spreading lies. It's like, but you're not an expert either, right? So 
you think they're spreading lies, and they could be, but I'm not the one to claim that they are, right? It's like, I don't understand when these people claim that person's spreading lies because I know what's the truth. It's like, no, you don't. I mean, at the end of the day, the whole thing is so politicized anymore. I agree. Right? I 100% agree. And it, so it's not actually doing anything to resolve any issue, right? Correct. And, and you know, you at and I... At the end of the day, the, 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 what's the resolution that everybody wants, right? Everybody wants to be safe, healthy, and move on with their lives because they're fucking tired of it. Because it's been two years of hell. It has not been good for anybody mentally no. on either side of it, whether you believe it or not. Yeah, and, and and so that's the resolution. But you know, sitting here and talking about it, whatever, it, it's not getting anything done. No, it's not. But I, I just find it interesting the reason that they're pulling their music off of Spotify, right? Because I think Joe Rogan has every right to have whatever guest he wants on his show, right? Unless he's like absolutely, unless Joe Rogan himself or his guests are spewing like pure vile hatred, right? If he had like a. a an openly racist person who came on and just started shouting racial slurs throughout the entire interview. I could see that being a very big issue, right? Like that's not, that's not cool. A guy who has a doctorate, who is a doctor or who has some sort of credentials who go on and say, look, this is what I see. This is what I think, blah, blah, blah. And has an open discussion about it. I think is completely different. Now you and I have both said like, we don't want to get political on the show and I'm not trying to get political. I just find it interesting when people go and they say somebody is spreading misinformation or lies or whatever, because whatever they take in as information and believe is true is contradicting whatever that person is saying. And then they go and they say, well, because I don't agree with this person or I think that person's lying, I'm going to pull all my music off of Spotify. But I mean, it just, just like how Joe Rogan has the right to, uh, you know, say whatever he wants for freedom of speech, right? He can put out any content he wants. Um, and that's going to be an argument, right? It's from, from the right side of it is that he has the, the right to put out whatever information he wants to because it's freedom of speech, right? But that person also has the right to be able to pull their music if that's what they believe in and make a statement because that's what they believe in. And I, I and, and they can say whatever they want because once again, that's freedom of freedom of speech. I one hundred percent agree. They, he has every right to do that, right? So I I know it, it's kind of confusing because I'm I'm saying like I I find it interesting that they're doing this and that they're claiming to be the arbit, but he does have every right, and I support that right. If you want to pull your music, you can pull your music. My question mainly is, what is their ultimate goal? Is, is it to silence Joe Rogan is it to get people behind his you know Neil Young's thoughts about COVID like what what's the what's the end game like what what's the purpose well I mean I think Neil Young like like you said Neil Young out of all of those is the one that you have heard the most about right yeah he he kind of started it so he started it he's also the only one that you kind of knew about period Right, so you have one celebrity about it uh, behind it that kind of starts the trend, and you get more people behind it to push that. That's all you could do. But you're getting a bunch of people that, again, I don't feel like are relevant to a modern day well, culture. Nobody else is gonna. Nobody else that is actually relevant is gonna is gonna jump onto that ship. They're not gonna. They're not gonna pull from Spotify. But I'm are, sure are they're you... making good enough money that. 
honestly, they don't see it as a that political response as is enough to sacrifice their career or the revenue that they gain from Spotify. So now would somebody like Drake the reality of it. Yeah, I, I agree. It's a it's a business. But would yeah. somebody like Drake would that tip no, the scales? It, as far as to, to get Joe Rogan pulled. Or or to censor Joe Rogan's content or to change the content, do something. Like like how big of a star, because again, Neil Young is not tipping any scale. How big of a star would you actually have to have in order to tip that? I think Drake is probably one of the highest streaming artists on Spotify. I, I would I, say. I think so. I, I'm going to look he's that up. He's at least top five, top ten. He has to be, right? I, I, yeah, he's got billions of streams, right? right? So, okay, so let's take that, that case right there because there's a good case. He's, he's way up there, right? If he goes off Spotify, I still don't think it's going to do anything. Even if you remove him from Spotify, he's going to find another platform and he's going to end up growing that platform even bigger. Because Spotify is not going to do anything about it, to be honest, because from a, a business standpoint, he has to pull in so many people just onto, his, onto their platform. You know, uh, I was wrong. Uh, and this is Wikipedia, so this isn't like the official Spotify anything. So if we just want to take this Wikipedia page out. Just make Wikipedia uh, an official source, please. Yeah, so so um, The weekend is the highest. Okay. 86.30 million listeners. Monthly listeners, millions. 86 million. The weekend. Justin Bieber, number two at 78. Ed Sheeran, 75. Dua Lipa, 67. So those are the top four. Adele, 50, eh, 59. Top five. Surprising. So somebody like that, monthly listeners. Joe Rogan. I don't know how many, how many like episodes like he puts out per month, but he gets, uh, I, I heard oh, on a, average, uh, like 11 million people listen to, on average, an episode of his podcast. And they paid him $100 million. They gave him a $100 million contract to be exclusive on Spotify. So that's what I'm saying is like, you get all these people who are pulling their stuff, blah, blah, blah. But who would it be like, Oh shit. Like that's, that's a huge deal. And Spotify then is like, uh, what do we do? I mean, I still said that I, it, it, regardless, whatever you just said there, I still stick by whatever I said. If it, they're not going to let him go. And I, even I, if he goes, it, perfect for another platform that wants to grow, they'll latch on to him and build their platform because he's just going to blow their platform up like in a good way. Oh like, yeah, it's going to make it like huge. If somebody, it's if, just if, like what like Ninja when Ninja went from Twitch to uh, Mixer to, to Mixer, yeah, and it helped move a bunch of people over there. I mean, granted that ended up failing, but that's not the point. He'll end up going somewhere else. Oh, I agree. I, so I, would, I don't. I don't think. Regardless of the person, how big of a star, like or whatever, wants to pull their stuff from Spotify, I don't think it's going to make a difference. And I don't, based on that contract, I don't think Spotify is going to let him go. That, yeah. That's the reality of it. I you're, agree. You're, you're running into a brick wall. Yeah, somebody else would. Or pick you're him up. sacrificing your career. Somebody else would pick him up in a heartbeat. I would agree. Um, Actually, I, I'll, I'll take that back. You're not sacrificing your career. You're sacrificing the revenue from that. Yeah. Your, yeah. your career is going to be fine. And at, at the end of the day, Spotify is a business and all these other companies are businesses as well, right? So they're going to make good, in their mind, financially business-oriented decisions. Right. You would, 
you would think. So Correct. Um, but did you know that Joe Rogan used to be the host of Survivor? I did not know that. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. No. Yeah. So he used to be the host of Survivor. Is and that then, how he kind of got in the limelight? Well, I think he was a comedian. I think yes, he, he yeah. was a comedian. And yep. then he got the gig as the host of Survivor. And then he got tied into the UFC. And then his podcast just exploded. So I still get him and Dana White confused. Yeah, they both, uh, they both, <laughs> Joe Rogan has started to morph into Dana White a little bit because Dana White is also kind of a stocky, bald dude. They're stocky, white, bald dudes. Yeah. They're the exact same person. Dude, were you, was it you who pulled up the picture of Joe Rogan and how small he is? Oh, yeah. He's or like, like how short he is? Yes, yes. So there was a picture of, uh, who was it? Elon Musk. Some other celebrity that I didn't know, and then Joe Rogan were all standing in uh, right next to each other, and they were standing in front of a cyber truck. And Dana White, I did not realize how short he was. He is five foot eight. It, which no, it, sorry, did I say Dana White? I, I meant Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan. Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan is five foot eight. Which really for for a guy. So what? You're five ten, right? Is that what we decided yes last I, week? I wish I could say that, but it's five nine. So he's about your size, and you're not tiny, but like it, it was just I'm shocking. I'm one inch above the average. Thank you very much. But so. <laughs> <laughs> it was just shocking uh, to see him compared to Elon Musk because yeah. Elon not, Musk is tall. He's six one. He's yeah. not. I mean, he's tall, but not. He's not six five. You know, like he's not massive. Yeah. But he made Joe Rogan look tiny. It's very similar to that picture that I've seen of Shaq. The Rock and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, Shaq makes The Rock look like a child. Yeah, and exactly. then and then he makes Mark Wahlberg look even smaller because Mark Wahlberg's not a, a very tall dude either. But Shaq just like those pictures is just like puts things in perspective. It's like, um, have you seen uh, the pictures of like people driving through the redwoods where it's like a uh, like they they made a tunnel through one of the redwoods and it's yeah, like yeah this truck is huge and that redwood tree makes it look so small yeah they literally had like a, a it was a two way road yeah right? they had you a know, two lane road going one, through one a lane, tree one, yeah going through the tree and you could drive through it it's it's absolutely insane okay here's here's a random thing for you oh like things that make you feel small right. When we drove through the Redwoods after college, when we went out west with our friends and did a West Coast trip, mm-hmm. I never felt, I felt so small looking up at those Redwoods and like not being able to see the tops of the trees. Yeah. Right. Insane. Like I felt so small, but like, have you ever seen those like digital representations of the universe where it like zooms out of earth and, you know, shows how small earth is relative to the universe? Does that actually make you feel small? hundred percent. I don't feel small. When I, I, that doesn't make me feel small because I, it doesn't feel real, right? Because it's like a commuter generated thing. What does though? Literally driving through those redwoods. That was it. Oh, because it's in person. Because I'm there and I'm like, oh my God, right? When, when they do a CGI, whatever, zoom out of earth to show, eh, I don't really feel that small because I'm still in my room and I look around, I'm like, yeah, it, it's still relative. So maybe if I was in VR or something, that was literally or, what I was about to say, I like, was like, go into the go into VR, go into the metaverse, and see if you have the same reaction. So maybe, but like those typically don't make me feel that small. But like 
going I don't know why those redwoods made me feel so small. See the the weird thing you were talking about the universe, right? You start in like your city and then it zooms out to your state and then your country and then the world and then it keeps going. The weird thing for me is thinking like what else is out there? Like if you just co- you keep going past this planet, past this planet out of the uh you know, out of uh your universe. Like it's so mind blowing. You know, out, out of your galaxy, out of your universe and it's just like what's next? And you can't even fathom it. No. Not at all. I mean, we're still trying to get to like put a man on Mars, which does space like it seems like space exploration like intrigues you it doesn't mean like i have no desire to ever go to space like if if jeff bezos knocked on our front door and said hey you want to go to space hey I'd man be like, i got a ticket I, <laughs> my train's leaving here you want to uh i can't go do you want this ticket yeah you want to go to space i'd yeah. be like eh, not really seriously you would not do it no even if it was uh okay you would not, that, that's mind blowing to me. I, you wouldn't I, want to go to like the moon, like real quick. Like if you could fly up there, I know that's, that's like a three day trip on it or something like that. I, it takes a while to get there actually to the, to the moon. Right. You would not go. Nope. Just to see what it's like. I, I'm not that interested. It's the same thing with what people. El- what else is more interesting than that? Like not leaving the redwoods. Yeah. I, the yeah. Goddamn, <laughs> look at that tree. Not these space rocks standing on the fucking moon looking back at but the redwoods it's like, and how small the redwoods now look. But it's like... Pe- Think about that, though. It doesn't... That's it, wild. It's... But it's you like... You can't even see the redwood now. It's, it's the exact same thing as people who like uh, question me when I say I don't want to skydiving bungee jumping does not intrigue me skydiving's nuts it's so much fun doesn't no interest at all I I do not care I I, if I bought you a ticket would you do it no part of it's fear fear? part of it's fear okay that's gonna be my question I would say yes part of it is fear and part of it is I just it doesn't I don't need to risk my life to get excitement. You know, like why yeah. why are white people the only people that have to risk their lives to get excitement? Rock climbing, mountain climbing, you know, skydiving. Like yeah. white people are the only people doing that shit. Am I wrong? Uh, I think you're wrong. Okay. But. Well, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong, but I feel like white people like, I feel like the, the a same big generalization, but the same pe- white people that get in like cages with tigers and act like the tiger's their best friend until it mauls its face off. You know what I mean? Like that it doesn't excite me. I don't need to risk my life in order to feel like excitement or thrill. Like I enjoy roller coasters. I'm fine with like a roller. Co- like that's fun. You yeah. know, I mean, I don't get like a rush from a roller coaster, but like literally skydiving does nothing for me. Bungee See, jumping does nothing. The for weird me. thing is, so I used to do like roller coasters all the time. And every time we, you know, you're going up, 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 up. And you're like, Oh my God. This is crazy. We're so high. And then you look back up and you're like, oh, we're not there yet, right? Oh, that's crazy. Oh, my God. And the anticipation builds so much. And then when you go over the hump and then you get that super lightweight feeling and it's like a, it, for me, it was a huge rush, right? And then after I had like done that at, for so many years, there was one year where it just clicked and we went to a roller coaster park 
in the the first roller coaster we rode, I had nothing, and it was like the biggest one. And I was like, "Well, that's that's it. This is boring." So then it's like, "Well, what's the next thrill? God, what's like, the next thing?" You sound like a junkie right now. Yeah, I'm looking for the <laughs> next. I'm looking for my next hit, man. So honestly, I mean, like skydiving was, it was insane. Like you do this fly up. And it's a lot, it's like 20 minutes of anticipation because you have to go up to, I think we jumped from 15, 16, 17,000 feet or something like that up. And when you open that door and then you're sitting on the wedge of the plane and then they like kind of push you out, it is insane, just that rush. You know, this is, I'm going to sound like a complete hypocrite when I say this and I'm fully aware of that. The one thing that I think would be so much fun to do, but it partially has to do with skydiving, is like getting in a wingsuit. Yeah, and doing that shit. Like that's because, ter- that's terrifying. Oh, I hundred percent agree. But I think that would be so, like if I if we skip the part where like I had already done the skydiving, blah blah blah, and I was like right. a professional, and yeah. I wingsuiting would be so much fun to just feel like you're flying, right? Yeah, because it, skydiving is glorified falling. Agreed. All you do yeah. is fall. Wingsuit, like, you can, like, actually glide and, like, kind of control your altitude and create a path. It's yeah, almost like skiing like, in the air, right? Yeah, you, you're you, like, I want to go over there, psh, you go over there. I want to go over here, psh, you go over there. Right. So, I know that sounds, like, really weird, but that would be really cool to me because then you feel like you're flying rather than just, like, falling. Yeah, right? you if have some sense. control over yeah. your fate. Ex- exactly. <laughs> your fate. <laughs> in a way. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's just like the, it's just the next, the the next thrill. I don't know. I when, like that stuff. So I I thought of something. I'm, like I'm the common white person, as you would say. I don't know. I just feel like that's. I, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I could be completely wrong on that. I just feel like white people so risk their what, lives doing shit. What, what do you? I, I'm trying to figure out what else. What else do you like? Seek out. What do you? What drives you to keep doing stuff? I don't know. I mean, I have like ambitions and shit. Like I have goals that I want to hit. But I'd it's say so primarily like, are business goals, right? Mainly, yeah. yeah. I, like I have objectives and goals and things that I want to accomplish. And when I do, it's like, yeah, like that's, I feel like good about that stuff. Yeah. But I don't, again, I don't know why people feel the need to risk their lives in order to feel alive. I think like it's, you, you it's never calculated feel, risk, though. You never feel more alive until you're close to death. Like, I don't understand that. There is, like, a certain point. Like I said, it's it's calculated risk. Especially, like, a roller coaster. You know somebody has gone through. They've done the math. You're not going to get hurt. So you're going to be okay with putting your body through that. Okay. I mean, fair. To each their own, right? Like, yeah. everybody has the right to do whatever they want. I'm just saying, like, that's... No, it doesn't intrigue me. No, yeah. does no interest. Okay, I, I mean that's fair. Like I, the the I closest appreciate, thing, I, I appreciate like the business goals and the career goals as much as 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 you do. I think you know we yeah. we both have ambitions of either like owning our own company or doing our own thing or working for ourselves because we find or that growing the podcast, or growing the podcast <laughs> and getting sponsored by Budweiser, who is not a sponsor, but I Yet. hope you will be one day. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we all have that thrill of doing that, right? Like, or, or ambition of, and that's what drives us. Right. But then this is all the, the side stuff that I just like, 
I don't know. It, I don't get the same. It's a, it's a big rush of it as opposed to a slow, gradual, you know, push. So, I don't know. That's my opinion. The closest thing that I've ever done to, like, the rush, like, and going back to the roller coasters, we would, as kids, like, they would come and they'd, like, push the, the harness on you, right? Like, to lock it in place and make sure it's tight. We would stick out yeah. our chest as far as possible to make it as loose as possible. Yeah. Because then when you hit that huge drop, you like free float until you hit the bottom and then all the force comes down and then it locks you in place. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be locked into place until, you know, and then the bottom. But that was like the most risky thing we did, right? Was puffing out our chest on the roller coaster to make it like so loose that you just like free fall on the roller, but then you hit that bottom and it locks in. So. Yeah. Yeah. Calculated risk there. See, I had that happen. Okay, two two real quick stories about roller coasters. I had the same thing happen. I had the, the little brace holding me down. So it was just the lap one? Yeah, just the lap one. And uh, we went up the first hill, and then as we were going down, the thing popped loose. Ooh. And I was like, unlike you, it was not planned. And I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> because that's what I said when I was in second grade was, oh, shoot. And it pops open, and then as we hit the, the, the bottom of the hill and gravity comes back down and centrifugal for, force pushes back, the thing slammed back in oh, my... Yeah. And I was like, oh, shoot, that really hurt. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's, here's a random question. At what age did you, like, did you start hearing regular cuss words? Uh, I, I, I can tell you, I don't, I don't know. I don't know when... I know my first cuss word... And when I said it, in what year it was? I have no, no, you have no recollection. No Recollect, I, recollection. I have no clue. I do remember like the two kids that it, it was in elementary. It was fifth grade that they were the first ones that I heard that would like swear. Was it, it like SpongeBob when it, like they say the the like the dolphin sound? Yeah, that was just, a perfect dolphin sound. By the way, just just uh. noise came out whenever they said the foghorn yeah no but i remember those two kids and i remember they were the first ones that i remember that like as my friends who would like actually cuss yeah um but i don't know i i just don't know if they're because we've talked about different things that you did as kids right and i feel like even though you lived in indiana and i lived in missouri it was very similar to how like you grew up and how I grew up yeah. were very similar. We did similar things and like the trends and all that kind of stuff. We heard about those weird rumors that everybody's like, Oh, if you do this, this is going to happen. And it was the same rumors, no matter what state you were in, which was really weird. Right. I mean, it, it's, like, it, it's strange. It wouldn't be strange now. No, it would because not they be have strange the internet. now because the internet, we had the internet back then, but it was not what it was today. Dude, I don't, which makes me feel so old right now. But like, that makes me even that that's kind of weird to me, right? I know like we're still Midwest, right? So Indiana, Missouri, sure, all that kind of yeah. stuff. But like baller bands, were those a thing? Uh yeah. Yep. Baller bands, I don't know why. Collectibles. Silly bands, same yep. thing, right? Yep. Like the ones that had like the when you took they were them like off, animals they or whatever shapes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, do you have that one? Yeah. And they were like collectibles and shit. Yeah. So how did that happen? Uh it's so I don't know. Like like 
I feel like we were both hit by like the same marketing campaign. Maybe I'm not not as amazed by like the products. Like I could see somebody being good at spreading spreading products. Yeah, I mean they're in every store, but like right. But the trends, like why something became so popular across like the country, right? Especially without like the internet access that we have today, and yet something became so popular and so universal between kids across the country. Because anymore the way stuff spreads right is through pictures and videos and it's not like somebody's going around and showing i i don't remember people doing this but like hey i was on spring break in florida here's me with my uh what do you call those hats with the uh the open top what do you call a visor a visor you're wearing it upside down and backwards yeah every every kid wore it like that but it's not like you're going around showing picture, you know, like the actual printed out picture. It's yeah, the equivalent of that. Things but yet are, it spreads. Things like back in the day, things did not go viral, right? Right. It was very rare. I mean, when we were in middle school, is when YouTube really started to take off big, right? Uh yeah, I would say like two, two thousand, uh, two thousand five, two thousand six, two thousand seven. Yeah. Whatever. So when we were in middle school, like that's when YouTube started to become a thing, right? I, so I wouldn't you, even call it. I call it a thing, but I wouldn't call it big at that time. I don't know. I remember watching a bunch of YouTube videos. Like I've See, shown you some YouTube videos that I watched in middle school and you were not impressed. And I don't know how you had never seen those because those were hilarious. Like, and I still find them funny, by the way. See, but I know I know some of them that I watched in like 2009 that I thought were hilarious at the time. But at, at that time, they might have had like 100,000 views, which would have been the equivalent of a billion views today. Yeah. So okay. I mean, I mean it's all relative right. because more and more people have access to the correct. internet and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean that makes more sense, I guess. But again, like the trends, like the baller bands, why those were so cool and why everybody wanted them, and you know, just like the those little things. And maybe I was just oblivious to the marketing campaigns, and like my friends were, like, you know, target <laughs> targeted right. by those campaigns. I just don't remember ever seeing baller brands like advertised and then all of a sudden my friends had them but like you said like those were a big thing in indiana as well so i don't know it just the internet wasn't as big and so it's just weird how a group of kids across multiple states if not the country yeah all of a sudden latched on to something see but but it's still like the I'm still not the marketing campaigns for products. Like I think somebody's going to do that. I'm repeating myself here. I know, but it's like the, the phrases that we used, the things that we talked about, the rumors that we heard about somebody, not somebody specifically, but, Oh, I heard this story about a kid that did this and this and this, whatever. It's kind of like the, uh, what is it? uh, A Christmas Carol or a Christmas story. Sorry. A Christmas story where, uh, a kid sticks his tongue to a light uh, pole, yeah, and in the winter, and it and he freezes it to it, right? Yeah, that's the stuff that would spread. How does that f- spread so quickly? That's the stuff where it's not there. It's all word of mouth. It's amazing. Yeah, I, and I mean, you ever think about like all the all the shit your parents said to you and like tried to tell you, and then you're like, nah, that's that's not. And then, like, you grow up and you're like, well, shit. <laughs> Such as? I, I don't know. Like, uh, 
you know, there was advice that like my parents would give me and I just kind of blew it off or I didn't think much of it. And then all of a sudden, Aaron, you need to drink your Budweiser. Otherwise you're not going to grow big and strong. (laughs) This is me trying to do an ad right now for Budweiser. That is not an ad. (laughs) (laughs) Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll get there. Well, it was that, that was pushing it a little bit. But, but we'll work out. Yeah, as a child, my parents were telling me to drink Budweiser. Spoke. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like those ad campaigns. Um, I, you, you I'm just, sorry, I lost. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, just my, my parents telling me various things or giving me advice and whatnot. And like, at the time, I'm like, yeah, whatever. But it was something that, I should have taken a heart or listened to more. And I know, I, I know if I ever have kids, right, I'm going to tell my kids the same advice. Like, don't do this shit. You know, that's stupid or blah, blah, blah. And they're going to not listen to me. Aaron, and I'm literally going to look at it. Because like, if you invest it now and you save it and you put it in the bank, it'll be this in the future. Kind of like that stuff. Yeah. But dad, I want the new Game Boy or whatever the fuck they're going to yeah. have. Right. It's like, they're just not going to listen. And it's just funny because I I catch myself now realizing like, oh, they were kind of right back then. I should have listened or I should have done this, right? So, Well, the good news is if you can't convince them, chances are you could probably send them a TikTok or something equivalent of a platform that might exist in the future. And maybe that's what will be able, you'll be able to convince them. See? By. Yeah. No, it's on TikTok. It, it must be true, right? It's yeah. on the internet. It must be true. And if TikTok's not around, there will be some other platform. Yeah. Well, just that's like Vine became TikTok and all that all that good stuff. All right. So um, there's... Hey, oh, wait, wait. Oh, I have, I have yes. The one, the one other story about roller coasters. Yeah. Because it pertains to somebody that was uh, on this podcast, Cameron. Cameron uh, tends to faint on roller coasters. Apparently, the thrill is just too much for him. What a bitch. I, I, I have witnessed it. It is hilarious. I've sat right next to him. I sat next to him specifically so I could witness this. We go over the top of the hill, and the man sees like the descent starting to happen and just passes out. You you it seen hilarious. You seen those videos of people that like pass out and then wake up and they're still yeah. on the roller coaster and they're <gasps> oh, my. <laughs> oh my god that's <laughs> is it that time no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised that is the first time that has happened. Oh, well. So. That's what happens when you try to scream after drinking (laughs) on this much beer. Do you want to explain what happened? Well, so I was going (laughs) to. What had happened was. I was going to explain like those videos, which I'm sure everybody's seen of the people that pass out in the middle of the ride and then they wake up and then I went to go scream. I went to go, ah, and then it just, you know. And then the beer, the Budweiser tried to make its way back. And the Budweiser wanted an advertisement. Yes. See? (laughs) So Um, there's a really, really good video of somebody doing that and they've added in the windows like signing off and logging in thing so every time they pop back up it logs in <laughs> i've seen and that. every time they pass out it logs off it is hilarious yeah i've seen that that's pretty good um okay so we've got about three minutes until technically we're supposed to be a last call we're 
you know, 47 and a half minutes. Okay. So that's, that's where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah. I want to go with this. Okay. So I want to do that. And then I do want to quickly give Super Bowl picks. Okay. Okay. Go for it. All right. Did you know right now? Well, okay. Not right now, but this week, if you were to walk through Central Park on Wednesday, you would have seen a 410 pound, uh, gold cube sitting in Central Park. Well, considering I live in Indiana and not New York. No, I would not have. Well, well, I said if you were walking through there. But I wouldn't have been walking through there. I live in Indiana. Well, if you would seek out some thrills and get out of your (laughs) fucking room. Okay, so so what's with the gold cube then? So you see it right there? I'm showing him the picture. Oh, that's small. It it is surprisingly small. It is about up to the guy's knee. And he looks so, like so. an average size guy. So let's he say 5'10". Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's call it 5'8", because I want to be one inch above average. So we're going to call it 5'8". It's about up to his knees, so I'd say about uh, a foot and a half or so, maybe, mm. up to mm. his shin. Yeah, half, maybe maybe two feet. Maybe two feet. Whatever. Anyway, so this cube was said it just spontaneously showed up, and it had its own security. Turns out it was some guy just trying to promote his new cryptocurrency. So they put out a 410 pound of cube, uh, cube of gold. Like, what's it, pure gold? Like, like, it was gold all the way through, or was it just, like, coated in gold and it was actually, like, aluminum and something cheap? So there's speculation out there, supposedly, that it's not, and that it's, like, only an inch thick or something like that. Regardless, even if it's gold, that's a lot of gold. Yeah, no, gold but is But I don't think expensive. it's solid. Uh, but if, if, uh, if indeed that was 410 pounds as it was, uh, quoted to be, uh, let's see, gold trades at right now, $1,800 an ounce or so. So that would have been the equivalent of $11.8 million just sitting there in Central Park. Yeah. I call BS. There's no way. There's no way that was pure gold. Um, once again, just a political stunt to promote a cryptocurrency that I'm not going to say on here because I'm tired of cryptos and hey, just another one. So Bitcoin hit 40,000 today. Hey, we're making our way back up. I'm uh, uh I'm going to say a, a pretty decent follower of Bitcoin now. I have a a decent investment. We we so, might okay. We'll see. I'm going to regret saying that on here. If but. if anybody who listens is interested in crypto let us know at the t-h-e-e last call podcast instagram dm us reply to one of our posts or something because we have a couple people that we know who are very 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 much into crypto yeah and they would be somebody outside of our friend group that (laughs) that you've heard before that we could actually have a conversation with and pick their brains on what their thoughts on crypto is. I kind of want to have that conversation, so we might just have them on anyway and whatever, but... Yeah. I, for one, am very excited about that. I, I wanted to do it, and then I don't know what happened. We didn't we didn't push it, or we didn't make it happen, but the person that I'm, I'm thinking about will definitely come on. Okay. For sure. So... so. Again, we might just do it anyway. We might do it anyway. You know what? Uh, what, what is, what's our phrase? Fuck you. It's our podcast. Yes, correct. But if anybody does want to actually listen to that, let us know and we'll we'll get that set up. So, but do go follow us at the T H E E Last Call Podcast at gmail.com. Super Bowl picks? 
Super Bowl picks before last call. All right, so we got the Rams versus the Bengals. I'm, I'm Fuck going you, Bengals. Fuck Cincinnati. Fuck the Bengals. They beat the Chiefs. I'm so upset. God, Patrick. Okay, I've been saying this. Here we go. So, Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Great quarterback. Cannon of an arm. You ever seen the movie Men in Black? Yeah. Okay. So, in, in, in case you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Hold yeah. on. In yep. case you didn't watch, the Chiefs played the Bengals for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. The Bengals won. Yep. Patrick Mahomes dominated the first half. Dominated. Looked fantastic. How much were they up? Uh, they were up 21 to 3. 18 points. They were up 18 points in the first half. And they lost. So, Men in Black, that little flashy thing that Will Smith uses. Yeah. Yeah. Some Will the Smith. Memory eraser. Will Smith showed up to the Chiefs locker room at halftime and said, hey, Pat, look at this. Flash. Because he forgot how to throw a. There's so many. He forgot how to use a foot or like throw a football. I'm so. Okay, so putting that aside, being objective, I really do like Joe Burrow. I think he's a great quarterback. He carries himself with a ton of swag. Like, oh, he's got some swaggy glasses, Have dude. He's those? got no. He's just all about swag. Like, did you see what he showed up to the Chiefs game, like the the AFC Championship game in? No, a full. Oh, I gotta show you this picture. I'm gonna post this because I love it. I absolutely love it. It's a, like a fur coat. Yeah, full fur oh, coat, yeah. glasses. You seen that picture? Yeah. Oh, that one. That one I have seen. Did he find those glasses? And he was like, "Yeah, I just found them, and I liked them, so he started wearing them." I, dude, I have no idea. But I mean, I love the. It was a uh, Joe Namath esque. If yeah. you know who Joe Namath is or ever seen him, I mean, just the absolute swag that he. Do you know what him. you call that? What drip? BDE. Oh, big dick energy. Big, big dick energy. Big dick Joe. That's what it is. I really do like Joe Burrow. I do like him. I I think he's going to be a very good quarterback. He got sacked nine times by the Tennessee Titans. And the Rams defensive line is so much better than the Tennessee Titans defensive line. I'm going with the Rams. I don't think Joe Burrow is going to be upright more than 30 seconds the entire game. I'm going to... We have to make it interesting, right? We have to. So I'm going to go to the Bengals. All right. Well, it's because it just gives me more reason to rub it against you if they also beat I don't, your... Nope. Kids. Rephrase. Uh, rub it... Yeah, rub it again. <laughs> 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 no. Regret that one. <laughs> Give it nope. Try again. Uh, uh, put it put it in your face. <laughs> uh, and last call. Go Bengals. Last call for alcohol this evening. Why? <laughs> drink up, drink so up, bad. drink up, and order again. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is the last call on the last call podcast where every week we do a little something different. Uh, Warner... <laughs> Um, I, hey, you put that. Hey, you. Nope. Don't. No. Don't even did, because you're going to say did, something else. All I did was say the words and you. Somebody was going to make that connection. Yeah. And I need to I needed to let them know I did not approve of the way you phrased that. Well, well, all right. So this week, you're the one that put the thought in people's heads. Oh, shut up. This week um, on the last call, 
we are going to do something that we had talked about previously in a few episodes, which is like misused phrases, things that people say commonly or a lot that are actually wrong. And we're going to give you the correct phrase. So Warner, if you against me, (sighs) (laughs) not that one, not that one. Okay. Is that on the list? It's not on the list. Is it? All right. So I might be the one that's not on the 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 podcast next week. If 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 you want to make this a game, or try to make this a game, okay. And you might know the actual answers. Like it's not that hard. But I will read you either the correct phrase or the incorrect phrase. Okay. And you have to tell me if it's the correct one or the incorrect one. Sounds good. Okay. So I have here an article from Business Insider. 11 commonly misused phrases that instantly reveal people's ignorance. That's a very so condescending really stupid here. That's a like, very condescending article in Business Insider. Hey, you're stupid and here's why. All right. So, are you ready? Yeah, I am ready. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> just we are still here. Hey. What if we just signed <laughs> off right there just like and <laughs> no, don't say anything. Just cut it. <laughs> All right. Are you so, ready? All right. Number one. Intensive purposes. Oh, for for all intents and purposes is how somebody would say it. Yes. And that's how I would say it. So I don't know the actual phrase. The actual phrase is for all intents, I-N-T-E-N-T-S and purposes. For all intents and purposes. Correct. It's three different, le- three words, not two. Intents and purposes. So, uh, if you say for all intensive purposes, you mean for all these very thorough purposes, which does not make any sense. On the other hand, if you say for all intents and purposes, it means for all the reasons I did this and all the outcomes. Intensive purposes sounds extreme. Yeah, for all these very thorough purposes. I have intense purposes. Right, so intense for all of the intended purposes and then all of the outcomes. So for all all intents and purposes is correct. I am now more educated. All right, which is correct? Nip it in the bud, nip it in the butt. Uh, I typically say nip, nip it in the butt. And I'm going to say that that is wrong, so it's nip it in the bud. Correct. Nip it in the... Budweiser, specifically. Nip it in the bud is correct, because you uh, cut a new bud off of a plant. So it's like the phrase should imply that you cut a new bud off of a plant, so you nip it in the bud of... It's a plant. Now I have to have a green thumb to do vocabulary? Oh, we're not too green thumb yet. All right. Number three. One and the same, one in the same. One and the same or one in the same? Wait, did you say in the same? Yeah, it's one. It's and or in. One and the same or one in the same? I, I've always said one of the same. or That's another one, I think. One of the same. There's a lot of prepositions in oh, this one. <laughs> oh, God. Uh... One and the same. No, one in the same. Wrong. It is one and the same. One in the same refers to something in a group of another thing. One and the same means that two things are alike. So one and 
it's and or or, right? Like it's one and the same. I'm throwing this out here right now. Uh, we're doing some definite induced state learning right now because I'm not going to remember any of this. Nobody is. But No, I'm just going to keep using the phrase. As, we're, as far as I'm concerned, you go back and you change the meaning of or you change the phrase to match the meaning of what we're trying to do and we move on. No, that's fair. I know change what you Change the definition. Don't change the word. Okay. Or no, I I guess you would change the word, not the definition. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So we have deep seated or deep seated. Ooh. I'm gonna say that's deep seated. Seated. Seated as in uh S E A D. Oh, well, that's not even how they spell it on here, but oh. you're wrong either way. It's deep-seated. S-E-A-T-E-D. Really? I would have I thought somebody like, I'm imagining like a plant, right? And you're trying to like plant that thought, right? Really deep down in the ground. But right? see, I think you could go either way with that one. I don't think it, that one necessarily matters because it says this phrase means something firmly fixed to place, not that it is planted deeply. So like... It's like, like sat versus set. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of the same. I think it means that I think it's either placed. one could it's put, deeply yeah. placed is is what they're trying to push. Yeah, right? like you put a seed in the ground, it's planted. It right? is it's, it is firmly in that person's mind. Yeah, I think you could do either one there. Yeah. All right. Case in point or case and point. Uh, see, this is this is I f- I'm gonna regret saying this, but. I think this is easy because I know what I say and it's going to be the opposite of what I say now. Okay. So case in point is what people typically say. So I'm going to say the opposite. So you're going to say case and point. Yes. Is the correct one. Wrong. You okay. have been, you have been saying it correctly. I've case, been saying it correctly. Case in right. point. So my case is in my point. My case is in my point. So it is in my favor. Exactly. My case is in my favor. Yep. All right. All right. Should, uh, should, could, would have, not should, could, would, oh. Should have, could have, would have? Yeah, should have, should have, could have, would have, should, nah, should that one's stupid. It's should have, could have, would have, not should have, could have, would have. How much would, should have, could have, would chuck, it, it, if it would have, could have, should have, cut, chuck, that one's could stupid. chuck, would. I didn't like that one. I, I mean, like, e- either way, it doesn't matter, have or of, it's like, you yeah, know, whatever. All right. Uh, y- okay. Here's one. Oh. Oh. Fuck. Okay. Oh. oh ah. There's a lot happening right now in your head, and it's you've fun get- to watch. Okay. You've. <laughs> I'm. Tr- I'm trying to comprehend these as I'm reading. Yeah. Because it, it's like I, I'm what? watching the steam coming out of your head right now, trying to figure out what's going on. Okay. You've got another thing coming. You've got another think coming. I'm watching the another think come coming, whatever. Yeah, no, you're you're pro- uh, you're seeing the processing my brain yeah. is going through right now. So which one? Uh, you've got another think coming. That's the correct one. Yes. Yes. So essentially, you've like, you've got another thing coming means like because. It, Typically, how that's going to use is like somebody's going to fight you, right? Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're pissed off at you and they're like, hey, you got another thing coming, right? Yeah, if that's Something what you, th- you want, un- unexpected, right? 
Right. So essentially, this is what the phrase was originally, the whole thing. If that's what you think, you've got another think coming. If that's yeah. what you're thinking, then you have another think coming. So Thing coming sounds physical. Think coming sounds like, oh, you're going to have your mind blown because what you think right now is going to be different than what is actually going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. thing, what what is the thing? I don't know. So there's, uh, okay, next mind one. Mind blown. Wreak havoc or wreck havoc? Ooh. I think reek reek is a typically used with smell, and that's what people would typically uh, use. W r e a k. Yeah. Something reeks. It smells. I think it's wreck havoc. No, it is reek havoc. Seriously, so if you were to say to wreck havoc, it means you're destroying havoc, which is the exact opposite of your intention. Okay. I'm going to wreak havoc means I'm going to bring chaos. If you're to wreck havoc, that means I'm going to destroy the chaos. The chaos, which so you means bring order. So to. it's like a double negative. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, okay. This is this one. This is what makes me mad. This one right here. And, and you're going to know it immediately, but people don't say it right. And this is like one of those pet peeves. It's like, I will correct you on this. It's going to be very embarrassing when I don't get it right. I could care less. I couldn't care less. Mm, uh, uh, I feel like it's I could care less. You think that's the correct one? I could care less. Wrong. No, that's what people say. That's what people say. That's what people say. Because if you could care less, that means you actually care. If you could not care any less, that means I truly do not care, and that is not even a thought in my mind. I couldn't care less. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I see that. That one, that one of all of these, is the most logistically easy to like recognize. Yeah, you could break that apart very quickly, and, right. and obviously I didn't. I did not do that. So <laughs> because don't take after me. Yeah, because if I could care less, yeah, then that means I do actually care. Then then I'm. This is not even on my. It, this it, is still on my spectrum. It's not off my spectrum yet. And if I couldn't care less, that means then it I, is that is the, the bare minimum. Lowest. This is the stupidest thing that I care about. Exactly. So it's kind of like the you ever you're uh, this is Midwest talk. So if anybody from outside of the Midwest ever hears this, it's like the yeah, no, and no, yeah. Yeah, we always know yeah, what no. it means. Okay. Yeah, 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 no. So here, here, no, yeah. here is something else. When I was in Michigan, people would make fun of the ope. Oh, yeah, the Midwest. Yeah, when you're about to, let's say you're walking through the grocery aisle and you turn the aisle and you're going to the next aisle and somebody happens to be coming out of the aisle next to you. You almost bump shopping carts and you go, oh, sorry. Yeah, so that is a Midwest, in my opinion, that Very is a much, much Midwestern thing. That's not just a Michigan thing. They thought it was something like different in Michigan. Like, that's not just Michigan. It's almost like a forklift when it's backing up. It beep, beep. beep. Yeah. It's like you got to let somebody know. Oh, like, oh, you, sorry. Yeah, like, hey, I'm here. Like, look, you know, watch out. <laughs> don't, don't bump into me. <laughs> yep, exactly. All right, we got two more here. Ready? No. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay, we can we can cut it, you know. Yeah, no. All right. Please proceed 
see, this one's just... Just read it anyway. Please proceed, please precede. Uh, precede means like you're going to do something ahead of something else, right? Yeah. So that's what it's going to be. No, it's please proceed. Like, please, oh, is it really? Please continue. Please well. proceed is to move forward. Proceed is like something that comes before something else. Please proceed to say the next phrase. But that's a homonym, right? Is that what they're called? Like the, they sound no, the same? Yeah, when they sound the same. Yeah, so they sound the same, but they're spelled different. Whatever. Okay, last, <laughs> last one. Supposedly, supposedly. God, you're making my brain think at times when it should not be thinking right It now. is supposedly. Okay. Thank Supposed, you. Supposedly isn't even a word. People just don't understand that. Just like, uh, what, what's the word? Uh, shoot. Irregardless. Irregardless. Thank you. Yep. That's a double negative as well. Yes, it's not a word. Stop using it. So, uh, everybody, I hope you enjoyed your English lesson. <laughs> my brain hurts. Drink more Budweiser. An inconceivable amount. That's a word. No, yeah. good job. <laughs> you, you got you got a good word there. Well, that's it. That's all we have for episode twelve of the Last Call podcast. I hope you guys had fun. Nick, you have fun. It was a good time. Good, I enjoyed I'm, it. Good. I'm glad you had fun. An inconceivable amount of enjoyment. Good. Good. Uh, well. Until next time, where one of us will be doing the intro. We don't know who yet, but tune in next time to figure out which one of us is alive and which one of us is not. Um, For the Last Call Podcast, I'm Aaron Thompson. That's Nick Warner. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends.